Now you can just say that name. Does this have one? Has he got I have so much yet? to Google after this, and this oh is my God. gift ahead so of. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's hilarious. That's what next. is this? This is Hawk with Mike Bridenstine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hawk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mike knows like so like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. The, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk. With Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. Happy St. Paddy's Day. I have the world's greatest panel. It's all Irish people. There's, It's not. There's no Irish people. Greg Edwards is here, first time, long time, from Corporate on Comedy Central. He's an artist. He's got albums you should stream. He got listed on the funniest comedians my listeners have never heard of list. And I thought, oh yeah, let's have Greg on the show. So here he is. Melody Kamali is back. She's the co-host of Diking Out. She is a treat. We're happy to have her back. Andy Peters is back, one of your favorites, one of my favorites. He has specials, he has albums, you know Andy Peters. The Putterboss sisters are back, Tiffany and Danielle, from the Putterboss show at Akbar. Two of my favorites, two of your favorites. This was a great group. So without further ado, here are Greg, Melody, Andy, Danielle, and Tiffany. And if you don't already, please click subscribe. No cable guy today, no... Um... No cable guy, but we are moving out of this shithole, so... <laughs> Guess what, Mike? We're moving again. Every every time that we do this podcast, we're like, the cable guy's here, the locksmith's here, we're moving out. I like it. I wouldn't have it any other way. I want it to be like, I'm settled. We're literally sitting, um, we're, we're sitting on pillows around a bunch of boxes with an iPad because our computer is not working. So, you know, good stuff. I wouldn't want you to, I don't know what I would do if like everything was working perfectly with you and then (laughs) I wouldn't want it. Oh yeah. You you can, you can. Hopefully if we move out of this house and the pandemic's a little bit better, things will be, I don't know. Uh, I need an (laughs) icebreaker question. What's the worst you've ever bombed in your whole life? The worst you've ever eaten your own balls uh, or whatever women do on stage? We we performed at a nursing home, and um, the old people wheeled themselves out. Of uh, and then somebody said, "This is not as good as Dancing with the Stars." <laughs> so, and, so you didn't walk the room. <laughs> okay, so we, rolled, all right, guys. Rolled, you a, rolled the room. <laughs> you rolled the room. Okay, <laughs> now we're starting the podcast. Let's yeah, go. We, <laughs> that was the gun. That was the starting to, gun. We're trying to do good people. We were trying to do volunteer work, and let me tell you, they they hated it. it You rolled the room. I'm still (laughs) a lot of. Um, Let me add. I had them rolling. Let me. 
No. I'll take that out. That'll that'll be out. (laughs) Keep it in. Keep it all in. I need to add a really crucial, two very important bits of information. I want you to know this was the phase when we had not quite started doing stand-up yet. We were still doing sketch Mm. characters. And I want you to know. We were wearing wigs. I want you to know we were wearing wigs. They're (laughs) bomb. And I want you to know that when we got there, we thought there would at least be microphones. And they were like, no, there's no mics. And we were like, really so we were doing like sketch not uh not good sketch not well costume but we did have like a little remnants of wigs and a remnants of like costume and just a lot of old people being like i don't get it what are they saying (laughs) i could be watching dancing with the stars and they were like very mad that we were and you know that's i think one of the only times you know how like regardless of how bad you bomb you still get paid you know we actually never fully got paid because of how bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. We were, supposed to make, we were supposed to make $50 and um, we never and, got that. And 50. they said that wasn't worth that. <laughs> oh. I like that. I, I like that old folks homes have like cutthroat rules about paying people. They're like, bingo suck today. You're nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Who has another one? Who has a very bad one? I, on two separate occasions, upset <laughs> blind people at two separate occasion <laughs> performances. And both times, it, uh, well, one time was like an event for blind people that I didn't know was an event for blind people. Like it was, <laughs> it was like in a you should like- tell someone that. They, it was so weird. It was the weirdest show I've ever done. It was uh, produced- by this UFC guy. It was in Seattle and it was this guy named Chris Lieben. Do you know who Chris Lieben is? He was like a 90s, like an early cage fighter man. And he had this, like, he was like a big deal in like Yakima, Washington. And which is like a small town outside of where I started comedy in Seattle. And he used to do these like charity events and he would book comics and not tell you like specifics of the charity event and then it was like a ufc thing so it was really like douchey there was like ring girls walking oh. around Ew. and like for blind people yeah. well yeah exactly it was comedy and like hot ladies for a group of blind people <laughs> hosted, hosted by this fighter man and like I like from the get from the start, I was like to the audience is like, what are you guys looking at? Like, why is nobody looking at me? Like oh. I was doing that comedy movement where I was like, what is on the wall? That's so interesting. Whole audience. And, and a ring girl, like a, like she came up and puts like a lay like around my neck and she goes, they're all blind. And just like ring girled off and just like sauntered <laughs> off. To this guy's like charity event, and I feel like the guy just does this to comedian. The fighter man was just doing because he was just standing in the back going, <laughs> "Got another one." These fucking ditches. Wait, when you said, "Why is everybody looking the wrong way?" Nobody was like, "Hey, asshole." Yeah, well, no, well, that's what, like, yeah, like, so they all got, like, they all, like, like, two people got up, and they all got, like, discouraged, and then that's the sign of the ring girl to come up and like save me by saying, like, "No, they're oh all my blind." God. You know who I feel bad for is the ring girl because like right now she's like, I used to be a ring girl. And then her husband is like, Crystal, that was for blind people. <laughs> he has to preface that at dinner parties. There's like, yeah, for blind people. <laughs> I did a comedy to like 
a, a theater to like thousands narcotic anonymous members. Can I ask you? Was, wow. Can I ask you a question? Best show I've ever done. That's what. That I, was like that's what. Was, that's what I was gonna was say. Crystal, the ring girl, there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best. Why is her name Crystal? I don't know. I just gave her that name. They're all drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal's here, everybody. AA shows and NA shows are the best I've ever done. And actually, when I've done it, it's always been, I didn't know it was going to be that before I got there either. I'd show oh, up. Oh, shit. I'd show up. I would be like, where's the bar? Because I was a real rager. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then. See, well, that's like. That's the equivalent of what are you looking at to blind people? (laughs) Where's the bar to... My theory was that they needed to laugh. Like, rich people suck as audience members because their life is the shit, you know? Yes. But but people who've had it rough love, need to laugh, I think. Well, they're so present, too, and really Mm -hmm. picking up on every setup and punchline. (laughs) Like, they're in the moment. Give me a trash life person, and I will have a good show, I think. And, like, like thankful. Like, it was the most hugs I've gotten post-show. They'll, like, come up to you and be like, thank thank you you for choosing this terrible profession. My life. Because you're doing fellowship with (laughs) them. Yes. My life is very bad. Yeah, <laughs> and yet at the same time we still aren't as cool as musicians because it's not like we could go Andy Peters live at Folsom Prison, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> it just sounds. It's just kind of cooler when like Johnny Cash is out of prison. Yes. You know? Yeah. There is a scene yeah. in yeah. Pumping Iron where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger just goes and poses for people in prison. It's one of the strangest <laughs> things. You can watch it on YouTube. Schwarzenegger in the seventies would just like pose at prisons and they would like clap for him. It's very, yeah. I feel that that's a lost art. I have a record that's BB King at a prison and like, uh, they like boo the introduction. It's like the warden of the prison comes down. They're like, BB King's here. And the prison's still like, fuck you. Well, you got to assume like some warden somewhere is like, what's our budget this year? Uh, we're bringing in Johnny cash and BB King. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a pretty good prison. Pretty good. I feel like that's a lost, uh, that's lost showmanship. I, 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 I don't, I haven't heard of like prison shows in a while. I haven't yeah, either. Prisons Frank are Sinatra different. Did a prison show? Frank Sinatra did a prison show. And... Yeah, this was like a thing. They were all doing prison yeah. shows. Camille, what about Camille? Um, Jeff Ross did one. Jeff oh, Ross okay. Did a Camille, okay. Uh, prison show. You know, he brought it back. Yeah, but he said he should also be in prison. Right. So I was that's a different kind of prison show. <laughs> 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 but no comics though, right? No other comics have done that. That's right up our alley too. Yeah, yeah. it's better yeah. than a nursing home. Oh, I would yeah, much, much rather perform in a prison. I could do that. I don't know yeah. how y'all did that. Greg, what's your I do want show? To do a blind show. I do want to do a blind show. Blind show sounds um, fine. All blind show. I wouldn't recommend. It. I would awesome. like to do the blind show as well. Yeah, I want great. to do a crystal show. A show for crystals. <laughs> just. Cr- just- just ring girls a ring girl convention it is a dream of mine to do a deaf show i i want to do uh an hour in sign language wouldn't that be hard like how hard would that be like that tom segura just did like a whole set in spanish Spanish. but he like Mm -hmm. like speaks spanish yeah I want to like learn my act in sign like like something tom segura is like mom is peruvian yeah, like he yeah. speaks the language. Uh, I kind of yeah. know. I know the alphabet. I can do the alphabet. Well, you're going to need more than that. <laughs> That's a lot of work, man. Tom, Tom, this, this would be the level of, of sign language. Tom Segura's not up there going, ah, be, yeah. say. 
I just did the goddamn just be alphabet. Doing this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it would be. It would be no laughing. It'd be all this. Oh, so what Zoom show. Uh, you're de- <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. describing a Zoom show. Yeah. <laughs> Melody, what's the worst show you ever did? Oh man, I I hate to bring one up from um, the early days, but it, it does still haunt me. Um, I bombed in the Viagra Triangle in Chicago. If anyone's mm. familiar, what yep. that means, um, <laughs> a little section of downtown Chicago on Rush Street <laughs> is exactly where I bombed. Um, and it's just where like rich old douchebags go and hang out. Um, I performed at a place called J Bar. Um, it oh is- gosh, yes. who booked it? Did you ever? Okay, so here's what was happening that summer. It was like summer 2012 or something. Uh, Rebecca O'Neill, a Chicago comic, had started an open mic um, because she pivoted from club promotion to stand-up comedy. So she had all these like connections all over, like downtown, South Side, some North Side, like venues that she would work with to promote club nights. That's how we all ended up at J. That's how exactly. Okay, exactly, that Danielle. That's sense. how it all started. I don't think a lot of Chicago comedians realized this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just because of Rebecca's past gigs. Um, so Rebecca started running. She was new to comedy too. She was like a year in. She started running open mics wherever she could, like bookstores, clubs. And J Bar was one of these places. Oh, no. And a lot of people would come out to this um, open mic in the summer. Mm-hmm. But it was also very awkward because this is a bottle service bar. And then you have a bunch of comedians in jorts and like <laughs> running sneakers before we were doing that as a cool aesthetic thing. Um, <laughs> and I... Um, so there was two black dudes in an open mic, which ran Clark, Clark and Will. And yeah. Ran their show two black dudes at where the putter boss had their show um, town hall pub in boys town. Right. Um, entertaining they Julia. saw how successful entertaining Julia. Yes. Um, and I was aware of them because I used to go to entertaining Julia. I would go to two black dudes. It was like a show they called it an open mic but it was like they would put their friends up they'd do 20 minutes in between everyone it was just a big, it was amazing it was so much fun um so i was this new comic on the scene and clark and will wanted to do a show at j bar they asked rebecca o'neill if they could have the contact for j bar so they could do shows where she's hosting her popular open mic in the viagra triangle Rebecca says yes, but I want you to put up an open micer on every show from my mic, and I pick who goes up. Um, so I on the first show, this was the first time two blacks was two black dudes was pivoting and doing two black dudes and a showcase instead of two blacks and an open mic. Two black dudes. I just said blacks accidentally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is my worst bomb. Um, <laughs> but, so we get there. Um, it's advertised. I feel so cool. I'm the only comic. Um, like new comic on it. It's Lisa Traeger, Megan Gailey, Marilee, um, Soren Choksi, and Soreen. I guess, it? I guess it's Soreen Choksi. <laughs> Fuck, I'm bombing. Um, <laughs> I found that out last Maybe week. Glass. Yeah. And <laughs> two blacks. And <laughs> two black. <laughs> what a great name for a comedy show that is. Like, two blacks. Two, two blacks in a triangle. <laughs> show you would find booked by the owners of J-Bar. <laughs> That's yeah. the, the vibe, right? In the Viagra Triangle. And now welcome two blacks. <laughs> now you guys welcome two blacks. Two blacks. <laughs> Try the hot dogs. Two blacks. No ketchup, two blacks. <laughs> 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 
the night of the show i'm so nervous for this show by the way like this is the first time i'm doing a showcase with all these you like, really seem flustered comics. remembering it i'm yeah. still so haunted by this um and they they even they came up to me i remember at lottie's open mic they're like we heard you've been killing it on the scene like you want to do two black dudes i was like that's, yes that's, that's all i ever heard. wanted hey we heard you've been killing they word around town. Hey, you want to tell some of your jokes in front of the blacks? <laughs> all blacks, welcome to all blacks. Open by two blacks. Here's a white lady. Give it up, blacks. Welcome to one. Wo- <laughs> welcome to one woman in a room full of blacks. You know what I wish, but the room was full of nobody. Nobody showed up. Um, two blacks, no audience. No he started trying to blacks. bark on Rush Street. What's happening? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it, then it became, we waited oh. an hour. We waited an hour for anyone to walk into this place. Wow. And um, they eventually pulled a bachelor party oh, no. off the street in from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really still like I guess I'm gonna go up and do the, the the eight minutes I only have up to like there's no room for riffing I don't know how to do that yet um and they I remember one of them even said to me they're like okay so normally we'd have you go first but we're gonna have someone like warm the like you're new normally we would just put you on but we couldn't do that to you this is really brutal it's a bachelor party um so i think lisa and megan went up and they start negotiating an after party with them and so they're very interactive and they're like (laughs) we're gonna go drink together let's exchange number like from the stage and so then i go up and they think it's gonna be that same level of interaction they start chanting show your tits show your tits as i'm walking up to the stage which is a three inch elevated platform um (laughs) in a bottle service lounge um and i go up and i was really pleased with myself i was like i think i heard show your bits Oh. <laughs> you said you wanted because I just learned that word. <laughs> also, a good name for a comedy show. Show your show bits. Your bit. Show your bits. Yes. Another I mean, one of those in a strip club, show your bits. Mm-hmm. Come on. You're welcome. Take it. I'm never touching that just, territory. It just, it just booked itself. <laughs> it just started. That comedy show just started, and we didn't have to do anything. It exists in yeah. Portland. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The next seven minutes were like. Seven? Yeah, I bombed so hard. I wouldn't abandon it. I was. I didn't know you could deviate from material. I didn't know you can comment on your surrounding. Even though I watched everyone else do it, I was bullied, (laughs) sexually harassed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I went. I went from. Ah, it's fun. But remember, I said blacks, so we can laugh again. Um, (laughs) Oh my god! And then. Hey, Blacks, keep it down back there. <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, it felt like hazing. It felt like hazing to the new comic. I remember Lisa even being like, oh, you're go- where are you going? Oh, the guy photographing this, and I won't say his name, but you guys know who I'm talking about, a certain creep who used to photograph the Chicago comedy scene. And um, he was like, I'm heading that way. Why don't you hop on the, in the car? Do you know who I'm talking about? Comedy of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, .com. Oh, oh, um, yeah. It's after my time, I guess. All the comics are like, Melody, yeah. just go with this guy. He's going to the next show you're going to. And everyone like pressured yeah. me. And then I was stuck oh, in a oh. car accident traffic <sighs> with Comedy of Chicago guy in oh. a car for another hour. Just like the worst 
first night, and I still was like, I love this. Never, this. never trust I, a you photographer. Bring up J Bar, and I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into a whole thing. But you bring up J Bar, and I also feel a little panicked. Except the night we did, <laughs> do you it, feel I, it? I feel the panic. I think it, the, it's because it was just bachelor was and bachelorette parties around. But, that was it. This one yeah. was even worse because it was an overbooked. I mean, I'm talking one of Which those like was it was like 16 comics. It was like an a three hour long show, and no. there was an audience, but instead it was like really rich ambush show style. They were just trying to yeah. have a bottle service like night, like just like a lot of like going to be doctors type like Viagra Triangle businessmen dudes or whatever. I don't know what do business guys do. <laughs> they were doing something business. <laughs> doctor, like, doctor business. They were doing Dr. something. Business. They were just like, I'm trying to have a bottle service. And we were like, how about instead a three-hour-long comic? Oh, no. have 18 comics who don't know what they're doing yet yell at you. Yeah. Would that be better? It was bad. Oh, no. Yeah. But that it was, was also one of those, like, rooms that, like, you can't, another ambush style, you can't tell there's a stage. There was no stage. It was like, exactly. hi. And then I'm going to walk oh. a couple feet in front of you and then yeah, now so you're I'm literally yeah. on the same yeah. level as right. everybody but you have a microphone yep but you'd rather be but doing anything they're louder else. than you when they're yes. shouting show your yes. tits like they're shouting show your tits i feel the spit on my arm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh that's bad i marriage room yeah. <laughs> Greg, when, have you eaten shit? Room? what's worse greg's eating shit i want to know this one yeah yeah oh 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 man i'm just oh that's that's deep. Viagra <laughs> Triangle. I love that name. Yeah, um, look it up. Well, I did like a festival up in, um, I guess like Humboldt County. Was it Humboldt oh, County? The... Oh, oh, yeah. The, Corey. The... No, 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 not that one. I love that festival. <laughs> this one was like Corey Lacossic, uh had like a festival. We all went up there. Garcia, Strickland Williams, uh, Scoville. And uh, I thought we had a show the first night and then we had a show the second night. And so... I had been doing mushrooms on a trip up there and, you know, just blazing up, you know, the normal shit we do drinking. And, uh, and then I got to the first show, had a great set and I thought it was done. So on I kept mushrooms? On mushrooms. I mean, I've done this before. That's but, pretty uh, amazing. That's, that's impressive. Oh, guys, you guys. I, I, I did crowd work to a pterodactyl and, <laughs> and Jesus was there. But I thought that only had one show. And after the first show, they was like, oh, great, you got to go to your second show. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. I'm started. I'm melting at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, it's going bad now. And so I went to the other show, and I'm, like, pacing, trying not to throw up, trying not to earl. And then I do my set. And you know how sometimes you can just go into, like, a whole nother world doing your set, and it's just, like, autopilot? Yeah. And I ended up basically saying like two jokes back to back, like the same joke. Nice, classic. And, uh, and uh, somebody told me I did it. Somebody said, man, the way you did it, it was almost like you didn't even do it the first time because you did it exactly <laughs> the same as you did it the first one. And uh, they start booing and yelling at me. And, uh, and all my friends there are just laughing and videotaping oh. And um and yeah, and I get off stage and I like walk directly outside and I just earl and um and I had some people coming to see me uh for that one uh like I know. Whole, for that one for that set for like a whole business thing I was trying to doctor business really county business yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the yeah, name of a great doctor. show, great TV show, Humboldt County, County Business. Business. Humboldt County Business. Yeah. Humboldt have you seen County. that? Have you seen that documentary, Murder Mountain? That's about that. Yes. Murder, oh, Murder Mountain. 
Yes, yeah, that's no, what no. they call the like business. The weed grow operations oh, of the area okay. are there's like an area you don't go within that like vicinity called Murder Mountain because you get murdered. On the, uh, <laughs> and people people keep like setting up businesses on a on a mountain called Murder Mountain. And there's, just watch the documentary. I yeah, do I will jokes. say I don't understand these stories that people have about how like you whoops a daisy did jokes on on mushrooms. I I, don't, I did. We did. I remember. <laughs> didn't go well. I I was <laughs> tripping, but it was wrong. Well. We were you doing two different sets. Yeah. And oh yeah. Also up north, of course. Yep. Of course. We're also, also northern California. on Mur- Murder yeah. Mountain, and everyone's like, "You, this is a great idea for a show. Let's eat mushrooms before. Oh, and my gosh. I just kept looking at the trees and being like, they're hexagons. I don't know, guys. Is yeah, anybody with me here? I have. I've talked about this with the putter bars before, but I've thought that I just murdered before, then seen footage of it, and I was like, nope, just hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love those, where you do those theme shows where it's like, yeah, do a bunch of shrooms, no, weed, and then it's beer. It's not a theme, Andy. This is just a <laughs> It's just a butterball theme. <laughs> but like in L.A., have you done that shit like in L.A. where every theme yes, is yes, like, yes, have a panic LA, attack LA. and we laugh at you? <laughs> yes. The shows where you have to get really hot yeah. and tell jokes. Oh, I hate it's them. Not, I, I don't, or like they're like, get blacked out and tell oh, jokes. No. I can't like you can't get booked in LA without there being some like I did a show a while ago at UCB theater where the theme of the show was like TV writers sit behind you on a panel and just like make fun of you and like you do your stand up and they like while you're doing your stand up they're just like writing roast I refuse to get made fun of by people who are too pussy to do the actual thing right exactly and these are like writer and they like and it was the one of the worst shows you just have to sit there on the stool on stage at UCB, that all these people sounds like, inhumane. Yeah, well, and one of them was just like, "Take your hat off," and I was like, "That's not what. That's what you." That's, wrote a, down. that's a note. That's a note. <laughs> well, because they, they were trying thought. to like humiliate me. Like that another good name for a, a comedy show. You book only bald dudes that wear hats, and it's called <laughs> "Take Your Fucking Hat Off." Getting made fun <laughs> of by them. Make them take their hat off. I hate. I thought some of that LA theme stuff might have died with the pandemic. I do too. I'm like, can we just do the thing that like we try to do jokes again? And people are like, okay, so it's a post-pandemic show, which that means we don't know what that means. Right. And how about this? Also, you sing a song about the jokes that you're doing, and I'm like, I'm already (laughs) having a panic attack. I'm already. No, I hate them. I think we've done like three or four theme shows that like are in between the different variants where oh people are like, bring your own mic. Also, here's the theme. And you're like, wait, I'm not good at telling jokes or yeah. seeing people. Yeah, around. right. Like, you want me to do a lot of homework and then also yes. a theme? It's, yeah. Well, it's because um, I like I, I like that post pandemic. The theme was just like audiences were for like like a month period. The theme was just audiences were excited about stand up again. That was good. I love Remember that. that? <laughs> I love. It was that like theme. a good month chunk where every theme was like stand up's fun. Andy <laughs> and the Putter Boss were in the first show that I did when we had we were vaxxed, and that was like the show that, that a thousand fireworks went that off was during the also show. Our Doing. Where was that show at? Show it was in a backyard. It doesn't exist anymore because the guy was sick of. No, he was sick of having eighty people in his bathroom. I, yeah. I'm very. Oh, that'll kill the house. I'm very quick. bummed about it. That'll kill the house. That'll kill the relationship. <laughs> that'll kill the marriage. That'll kill everything. My second question was actually: two years of pandemic. What are we keeping? 
What do you mean? What are we going to keep doing? Like this? Are we doing this? Um, my panic attacks oh. have been pretty killer. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those aren't going to yeah, go anywhere. I, what are we keeping? What are we keeping? What are we keeping? Uh, probably probably the child I adopted mid-pandemic. Yeah. I'm probably keeping that's that. That's good. Shout out to Silas. <laughs> He'll stick around. Probably that's a keeper. <laughs> Maybe. I only think of one. I only am off the top of my head as a lot of cycling through trauma. But the only one I can keep, I think, is it's really amazing to me that I have said for so long, I can't do this and then a huge mm-hmm. exposition thesis about why. And I realize now, like, I never had to say anything besides from no uh. to, like, an invitation, you know, whether that's, like, social or a show. Like, I've been I've been so, like, well, I don't know. I, truthfully, I can't. But if you need me, I'll be there. And I can – I'll come back to – I'll circle back around if I – like, I think that's a, I I feel think like, that's a, a heavy woman It's thing. a heavy woman thing, and it's a heavy Midwest thing. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could have just said no – I'm not going to be there. That's, That's generational, it. though, because I feel like the younger yeah. people get, they just, if they, if they, the answer is no, there's just no response. Right. Yeah. There's okay. zero response or they'll say yes and not show up. Yeah. That's a thing that I deal with a lot. <laughs> the show I book. Big shots <laughs> being like, yeah, I'll be there. And then like, well, I guess. Just not they won't do Blind Barber? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just like, not sure. This is a whole side, sidebar. Not That's a great show. It's a, a non-podcast discussion. If they, oh, you do that? What? We're doing your show tonight. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, we'll see you tonight. Don't show Please. up. You have a thing, remember? You have a... <laughs> now, you gotta, now you have to show up. Yeah. I have one. I have one for a thing I'm going to keep. Um, grocery store pickup. Grocery store pickup? That, like, I, like, I do grocery store pickup, and it was like a pandemic thing, and then stores... Like started having people back into stores, and I'm just like, why, why, why are we, why as a society are we going back into stores? I'm just gonna keep doing the app thing where people come and just give me my groceries and never go into a I store. I did that one time, and it would, and every five minutes I would get a text, or at five seconds I would get a text like, they don't have this. Is this completely opposite thing okay? And he'd be like, no. Yes. <laughs> I did that. I that tried that like thing. once. Like you do have to get, yeah, that does happen where they're like, Hey, we're out of olives. Do you, but we put, and they don't even like ask you now. There's just like, we didn't have olives. So we gave you a box of Koshi Goldling crunch. Is that fine? That's a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like not even in the ballpark yeah. of the same aisle. And they're getting really lazy, the shoppers too, because they've checked out. And now like these stores want you to come back into the stores. So now like Ralph's doesn't even have like the parking spot. Like they'll be like that you just like park and now you still have to go into the store and be like, I ordered my groceries, grocery store pickup. And they're like, yeah, the groceries are back there. You have my groceries. They're like, it's it's throughout the store. And then they're mean about it. They give you like a time on the app now. They give you like a time clock where they're like, pick up your groceries between four to five. And this clock starts counting down the minutes. And I feel like that's scary. Don't go. Yeah, you don't get there by five. They just take your cart and just. Oh, that's that's supermarket sweep. (laughs) Yeah, where they're just like, hey, do you want this guy's cart of groceries? And they just shuffle it into the parking lot outside. Uh, But anyway, I'm gonna keep. We're gonna keep doing that. Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, Next question. Thanks for all the backup on that rest of you fucking. (laughs) It sounded like class warfare. Thank you. The grocery store gave me. Nobody had your back. No one had my back. Uh, Pete Davidson is going to space. Uh, Explain his career to me. 
Wait, is he really? What does that mean? He's going, space. He's going on Bezos's um, yeah, outer space yeah. rocket. Oh, if he's the first stand up to do stand up in space, I'm going to be disappointed. He probably won't. Yeah, that's pick. not cool. It's a bad I first pick. Be, I will do because I said this exact. I said that this exactly last night when um, Pete Davidson did a whoopsie daisy. I'm in this movie, you know, and uh, I was like, man, I don't. No, Pete Davidson is supposedly dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And I said, that is the most single-handed, amazing example of it works for funny guys to get hot girls and it doesn't go the other way. Wait, hold on a second. I refuse. He's the one with talent in that relationship. Right, but she's Kim Kardashian. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I so, accept your point. Yeah. So the point is, he's Pete <laughs> Davidson, attractive of course, talented guy. I mean, he gets, he pulls a Kim Kardashian. He's not a Kim Kardashian. Do you guys know Kardashian. Pete Davidson jokes? Like, do you know, oh. like, like, yeah, can you that's, talk that, oh man, that's such a anything? good point. I don't know. We're all calling him a stand up. I'm just, I text my mom pictures of my STDs is one of his big things that he. Okay. He's smart though, man. See how none of us laugh? He's None making moves now. though. Like I, I like him because I think he's like kind of figured out that I'm not gonna be this guy for a long time. I'm getting my tattoos removed. I'm dating Kim, but he also bought like that ship, the uh, the ship that goes from uh, Manhattan. Oh yeah, the ferry. The, the ferry. He bought, he like, bought that ferry. He and Colin Jost. Are you allowed to buy yeah. that ferry? Him and but Colin Jost. He's, <laughs> he's gonna flip it and make it a comedy club, like a, a, a comedy club on water. And he bought like this really swanky bar. In Brooklyn, so I feel like he's making these money moves right mm-hmm. now, and um, yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy. I don't think he thinks uh, this whole situation with him is going to last, though. That's why he's making all. I hope that anytime money. you take the ferry to Staten Island, Pete Davidson's on the boat, and he's just like, "What do you think of my boat? What do you think of this?" <laughs> you trip? like it? You like it? I got. I You're got welcome. Right You're here. welcome for the lift to Staten Island. I bought this. Boat. Isn't it a free boat? Yeah, it's like a public transportation. Like a, it's like buying a bu- like one bus in Santa Monica. I didn't think you were allowed to do that. Let's all get a, a bus. He's put a lot of work in this boat. It's a big, ugly boat. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not over the boat. Can we? Space. I didn't know you was going. Yeah, yeah. Let's back up. He's going to space. Going to space. Putting people in space. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, they've been doing that. William Shatner went to space. Bezos went to space. One time, I didn't know this was just going to be like other friends, other hey, friends in yeah. space. Yeah, forget about everybody still struggling from the pandemic and yeah. there's war. Oh well, yeah, just keep it. Pete Davidson in space. Uh-huh. You know, who Jeff is Bezos is like that's just a that's just a weekend for Jeff Bezos. Yeah. He's like, you want to go on my spaceship uh, next Saturday? <laughs> I got a spot. I, I continue on this this train though i would like him to have some like hey i think steve gutenberg's going into space you know yeah. <laughs> oh that's like, fun deeper and deeper. random ones <laughs> yeah when it finally gets to us you're like joe pesci was sitting next to me in space who do you want to go <laughs> to space really who do you want but so- like i was in space sitting next to joe piscopo yeah <laughs> let's put weird al in space somebody oh, that yeah. Stevie Wonder Stevie in one. space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm well, talking just, about. Okay. Well, you know he's not really blind. Joke in there he's not really blind. Just, just tell him he's in space. That would drive the Stevie <laughs> Wonder sure. isn't blind people insane if he went to space. That would be fun. <laughs> um. Okay. 
why can't Donald Trump get his social media to uh, to work? <laughs> he launched Truth Social. Uh, oh. No one gives a shit about it. Why? It. He had like ninety million that. followers on Twitter, and he can't. Why can't he get anything to work for like his own thing? It kind of worked though, because one like a video showed up in my feed, and I was like, I'm not asking for this. I know. How did that? How did that <laughs> happen? Like it was like it was true. It was like an introduction to truth.com, whatever that is. Where are you going, Greg? Letting my dog in. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has Donald Trump walk, with him right walk, there. <laughs> he's on. He, there's just a banner that says truth.com shows up and he just Bro, starts doing it. He's the CEO. Can you believe these lizard people? What if, what if I did kick it with Trump? I'm like, yo, Greg, I don't like a lot of people, but I like you. <laughs> I'm like, Donald, I don't think you know. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Is it is it not working out for him? Because it, like, I got a thing. He has like a yeah. hundred thousand followers, and he had ninety million on the other thing. So I don't know. Yeah, but I heard that there was like a wait list of like over a million people yeah. that are trying to get into this site. Really? That they're not working. I'm not going to talk. I I choose to not talk about Trump until he forces himself back, back into, into the world. The, um, if he is going to run again. That will not be soon enough. I think there's too much collective trauma, and I. I mean, that would be too soon. Too, I don't want. I don't be too soon That's enough. Fine. Too soon enough. It'd be too. Words too, too, too soon. I think he is though. You guys. <laughs> I mean, when he when he run? I mean, who else? Oh yeah, no, he's probably gonna win. I think he's probably gonna run too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about what. I, 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 Biden's gonna die in the middle of it. You just know it. Oh. That's the Trump bell. Yeah, that's uh, you're you're in trouble. You're in trumple. There it is. All right. All right. Show your bits. I got it. Show your bits. I can't believe that fucking happened, Melody. That's that's. Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's Greg Melody, Andy, Danielle, and Tiffany. Please, please, please hit subscribe. Man, this is embarrassing, but I overheard a friend of mine making fun of another podcast by saying they only have a hundred reviews on iTunes. And so I checked mine. I have 54. So that means none of you have done it. (laughs) I don't ever ask you to. I know that I, like, uh, if you can... Please rate and review it so people aren't looking at this fucking thing and being like, what? If you're not one of those 54 people, if you are one of the 54 people, I fucking love you. Thank you so much. Also, there's still more show. If you want video of this panel and every panel since March of 2020, that is on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. There's a lot of stuff on there. I'm up through 1964 and World Series Reviews. There's 51 Chicago Comedy History Project bonus shows. I just posted a sample chapter of that book. If you want to support the show, the show's Patreon is also where you go. Patreon.com forward slash Brida. Or you could be the 55th person to review it on iTunes. Oh my god. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns wherever you're listening to this. Also, the next Human Soup show is April 7th at Checker Hall in Highland Park. I've already booked James Adomian, Steph Tolev, Nick Vaderot, and Greg Edwards, who you are enjoying on this show. That's a fuck you lineup, plus Kelsey Ayer and whoever the musical guest is. That's going to be a banger. 
Oh, and I need to turn in a show description to the Lincoln Lodge, but the tickets for the live show and my album recording in Chicago in August are going to be up soon. Just a reminder to be on the lookout for that. Okay, we'll get back to the show right after a brief word from our sponsors. And if you haven't written a review, again, I'm going to die of embarrassment. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, J.J. motherfucking Barr. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners. Tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel is a music geek. And they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast. And I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken. And I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Man, those guys. Fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Greg, Melody, Andy, Danielle, and Tiffany. If you haven't hit subscribe, please hit it. Also, you could be the 55th person to write a review on fucking iTunes. Andy, how do you feel about Stone Cold returning? He's 57 years old. Hell yeah, up. dude. It's the only reason I was very checked out of WWE, and it was the only thing that would have piqued my interest in WrestleMania this year. You guys, the rest of you can check out. This is WrestleTalk. Podcast, podcast just became WrestleChat with Mike and Andy. Oh, what do you think? Mike, do you listen to any like wrestling podcast? No. I, I checked out of that. I haven't show, really even watched pro wrestling in so long. Back. Steve Austin coming back. But do you think he's got a match in him? He's got a broken neck, no knees. No, I think... Anyway, you guys can check out. No. <laughs> Usually what they do when the, when the wrestler is old is they make it, like, super brutal. Because they don't have to take any, like... They don't have to fall on the mat, take bumps. They can just gonna get... going to take a bunch of chair shots. Take a bunch of chair neck. shots, yeah. Oh, it's the only thing that WWE has. This is their one move. And they luckily got it to happen. Yeah. How old is he? 53? 57. But he's, like, the most injured... 57 year old well somebody. he's also he's also <laughs> jacked he's like got every picture of the 57 year olds in your life this one's way more injured yeah he's jacked yeah so he like works out but then jacked, like, and, injured. jacked and injured 
Jacked and Injured is my favorite type of porn. I look it up. Uh... <laughs> we, got, we got the most injured Jack dude on this website. Steve Austin and this guy named Greg who's super injured. I never make it to the end, but I heard they slam beer. <laughs> A whole wrestling league called Jacked and Injured of just like the worst. Pete Davidson is starting a porn company called Jacked and Injured. To answer your question, I'm tuning in. I'm just going to check out that one bit and then probably wrestling. It's like three days now. And that's the only thing I know. I don't really know any of the WWE stories yeah. anymore but like they got that 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 worked for an old school wrestling fan they they got right i'll watch that man uh i saw a headline i did like not re- but i'm gonna be making this face the whole time <laughs> no one can see your face i don't agree with booking jacked and injured <laughs> for a I, I saw a headline I and i didn't so- know um i didn't read the article i just saw a headline it was on npr it was a picture of will smith as uh the williams father richard williams I just watched that. And like, yeah, movie. I, yeah. I've been, I wrote a joke and I, it won't ever work because you have to know a specific line from uh, Independence Day. Because he has that show called uh, Welcome to Earth, which is a line from Independence Day. So I wanted him, I wanted him to call uh, mm-hmm. King Richard. I got to get me two of these, but nobody will ever get that. Uh, should there be an Oscar? I get it. That's great. <laughs> uh, the, the, the spaceship. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should there be an Oscar for playing a real person when you're when you're just mm. playing any category like a, of a fictitious person? You can you can be Heath Ledger and the Joker. You can be whatever. You can make it whatever you want. But if you're a real person, you gotta act like that. You're person. You're saying separate the categories. Oh. Should you separate the categories? Yeah. yeah. I like that. You mean like when? Um... What's his name? Played Ray Charles? Like, like Jamie Foxx is... He won the real Oscar, though, didn't he? He won a, yeah. a real Oscar for that. Yeah. So did Renee Zellweger, didn't she? For Judy? Did she? When she played Ray Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Renee Zellweger. When Renee Zellweger Renee, played Ray Charles. Everybody remembers that. Everybody was very <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> very upset. Understandable. What an unwatchable movie that was. Just the plastic surgery alone. for, like, biopics? Should there be a separate Oscar category for biopics for playing a person that is real? There should be a separate category for like offensive casting when they're like white person plays an Asian, but they did it pretty good. And then like you get a offensive Oscar. (laughs) They could give retroactive Oscars to John Wayne as Genghis Khan. Yeah. yeah. He played a Mongolian dictator, but uh, I mean, he's from, Florida, so that must have been hard. Oh my god. The editors are gonna murder. Didn't they just cut a bunch of categories and everyone's upset from the Oscars? Like, there's no editor, at least for the televised portion. So you would want this new category, obviously, televised. So we're gonna, this is gonna be what makes all these angry editors rise up, finally get out of that edit bay, stretch, and riot. That's... There's no editor. No, it's the... payback yeah. for all the people well, they. they like the filmmakers night... are mad. Yeah, yeah. Pay... They get it the night before at a Holiday Inn in Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> Do they get like they get to? It's like stay a... in for a night or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like new faces. They have to pay their own way, and they can't tell anyone. 
question, I feel like it should be a hey, hey, what's up, honorable mention type. Maybe not a specific category. I feel like it could be a um, a little uh, and a little fun and and for a little bit of fun with the Oscars. Little video package. Honorable. Yeah, it'd be it would be a good honorable mention because mm-hmm. um, I do feel like it is a very specific skill and something I would never. I mean, could you imagine being like? I'm Renee Zellweger. I was in Bridget Jones' Diary, and now, and now I'm going to be Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Like that's, and she did an amazing job, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a high or like a I'm tall Jamie Foxx. I was on um, in Living Color. Also, wow. amazing, yeah. job, good job. amazing job. Amazing job. Oh, right. Who did a bad job portraying a, a real life job. person? Well, John Wayne is Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> that's dipping um, old school though like what's a recent i haven't seen john travolta be john Gotti. i don't know if you guys have seen oh. that it's supposedly really funny okay in I house of gucci jared leto i was gonna just say, oh yes. Yes. yes that's a great example that guy like, i'm in the house of gucci jared leto is in a Italian guy. he's in a different movie than <laughs> everyone no else one was offended and we're like, is. Is that- we're all just like, yeah, that's what that real Italian man sounded like. I'm in the house of Gucci and my dad's a crazy. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, that's what a Gucci is. I hated that character so much because it's like he wants to design. He, like. he, he, that movie was so bad. He wants to so design bad. clothes and they're like, why you want to design the clothes? And we have the Gucci's. <laughs> I'm a Gucci making a Gucci outfit. Really good, and it was so bad. (laughs) So bad. It was so much like, hey, what's wrong with meatballs? What part of everyone in my theater loved Jared Leto, and it made me even more upset. Like, like, like dying, laughing, like nudging each other every time Uh. he said something in the film. It is true. I guess. I mean, I guess the first time people were allowed to go into theaters, yeah. so they were like, "Hey, Gucci!" <laughs> hey. It was the first movie I, I, I saw. That's a good point. Like, it's just like acting started over. They're like, "This is we haven't seen acting in two years." <laughs> I'm ex- is this what acting is? Great. I'm an actor, and I'm acting. Gucci. I'm excited to be out of the house. Yes, this is acting. This side character from Love Gurus in this movie now. Yeah, like yeah, it was like a Mike Myers offensive caricature <laughs> of an Italian person. Everyone's like, oh, that's what that guy was really it like. Was like no, has anybody like seen actor? that real human? No director can be like, take of... it down a notch. Yeah. Well, that's my <laughs> other point is I feel like Jared Leto has like Hollywood carte blanche oh. or like he's intimidating to the point of no director is like, let's cut. Um, Mr. Leto, we're not making the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> we tone it and we dip it back to like, you're playing Luigi in an upcoming <laughs> film about Luigi. Can we dial it back to like realism? Doesn't he say bit? something in the movie? Like, you're tossing me out of like a sack of potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you like? He was like holding plumber stuff at one point. He's like, this is enough. That's enough. That's enough, Jared. Cut. It was sent to me in the mail. I put it in my DVD player and I was like, what the fuck is this? He went down a plumber tube at one point and went ba 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 and I'm like, okay, that's it. What part of that's Italy enough. is Russia where Lady Gaga, who is Italian in real life, why is she like Yeah, yeah, like Lady Gaga's like holding down the fort around all these guys are like an Al Pacino is just like he's, yeah, killing, he's it. killing it. Pacino's, he's, he's, Pacino's yeah. thriving. Just throwing 
sit down. And then Lady Gaga's doing great. And then in comes Jared Leto. He's like, I'm going to ruin this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he tried as hard I as he could. Is Pacino note, yelling? Oh, is he just yelling? Oh, yes. Or just yeah. like in an Italian. You got to watch it. He's full on uh, hua. You got to block off five hours and watch it. You got to do it. I, no. I couldn't it believe it. Like long. once he hit the screen, I'm like, "What is?" My eyes started. He does that though. Like what I mean, happening? I watched that that um that ex superhero movie where he's like the Joker, and uh, it's just yeah. Which one? But you know, oh Jared Leto. Jared. Oh my God, I was picturing Pacino as the Joker. I've been like, that would have been amazing. That'd have been awesome. Jared, Jared has really yeah. good skin though, man. Like that dude. Every time I see him, yeah. like at awards, I'm like, God. Damn. Oh yeah, he's beautiful. He does. He drinks yeah. water. He wasn't- I mean, he, Jordan Catalano is where he started. Yeah. My so-called life. Yeah. He wore that black string around the neck. He got so many girls horny. He knew it. He knows it. Yeah. And now he's like, I can do it whatever I want. All these Italian, you guys, this whole, this whole show is uh. Italian caricatures. And I love it. Two blacks. The blacks are two Italians. Hey, zip, zip, zip. Um, I have a question. Uh, we, I, I'll take this right out if you want me to. But I keep seeing people with Ukrainian flags on their Twitter bio, and I'm curious. Uh, my mom is sending me things about Putin. Is this something that is on your mind in your day to day? Is this a thing that you are devoting your life to? This Ukrainian war. It um, should be. Like it I should no. be. I feel it like should be. <laughs> I, I feel like we I should be more concerned. I feel like we should definitely Tell me the be truth. <laughs> and yet we're talking about House of Gucci over here. You know what yeah. I mean? Wouldn't you rather talk about House of Gucci? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Always. But life's been pretty hard. Life has been yeah. pretty hard the past few years. So Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to read up to not be such a um uneducated American. I feel like there's been so much that's happened in all of this where I've actually started to be like, you know what, Daniel? Maybe you should care a little bit more about something outside of your like McRib, <laughs> like McRib eating country, you know? And so I've like tried to like. Maybe you should it. change your news notifications to something yeah. outside of McRib. <laughs> McRib. Is coming Ukraine is back. Like, <laughs> Just cut out meat, D. <laughs> meat related news like, stories, and that's it. <laughs> on a global perspective, all of us going through this together, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I should really keep up being like conscious of everything. Um, I'm not kidding. I am trying and I'm still a little confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little confused what's happening. I, I take away that Putin's been a dick. He still is a dick and he just wants to com- have complete control and take over everything and um that's what my takeaway is and i hope that uh, trump doesn't get in office and we get in a third world war yeah i hope that um they're friends it, it remains to oh, be yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, he I, said I, it was great what happened and he encouraged it almost um yeah. almost literally verbatim like yep. he is um not to blame entirely but definitely had a role yeah, he um, he wouldn't. Three years ago, he wouldn't give the Ukrainian military money because right. they had the DNC server or whatever is happening in, in his mind. Yeah, um, I care, but I don't. Um, I'm like hyper aware of how the media is manipulating our emotions, white people especially, and I'm Middle <laughs> Eastern, so I get very. I feel like, seen. Thank you. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I got really, like, sensitive the first few days. Obviously horrendous, but being Middle Eastern, dealing with all my family deals with overseas, I'm like, oh, where's that same energy? Like, right, for right. bombs over Baghdad, Yemen, Syria, yeah. like, Gaza. Like, yeah. so I, I got really salty, and then I felt even weirder that I was getting mad about that right like i should have compassion for everything and i was getting like territorial yeah. about yeah. compassion that makes sense. Which, yeah, yeah. i get that so it was weird but my mom is uh glued to the news and she, this is just triggered because my parents fled a war in iran right. and came here now she's in this like she will not stop watching like it's like this trauma coping mechanism and i think yeah. she's like back in it and she will not look away so i'm uh, I'm in it, but just through secondhand getting it from my mom. Did you see this development? Oh, I joined this Telegram server where you get by the second updates. Like she's just so in it, and I think it's just like a trauma coping mechanism. Yeah, uh, that's hard. Wow. Yeah, but it's obviously shitty. I saw a headline uh, that it's good for Biden because people are not talking as much about the culture wars. My question with that is like, who looks at what? Joe Biden and thinks that he? is for the woke stuff they hate. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh God, there's so many bad takes. You know who's the <laughs> yeah. people that's are the bad right one. now about this? Like, so you mean I the war that's not happening at all? That's a pretty bad <laughs> yeah. Everyone's assigning idea. and projecting their own stuff onto it <sighs> so fast. Like, or gay people being like, here's how you can help the most vulnerable people, queer people. It's like, no, everyone's vulnerable right now. We no, got to get all the, so, we're not picking and choosing. Queer people. <laughs> yeah. This one's not about queer people. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Or just people being like, now's probably not the best day to post your like beach selfie. Like the day after it happened, it's like. What are you talking about? I love about? that we're living yeah. in a world where there's no good day for that bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and, that, and that is amazing. Today is not the There's day for that. Today. I saw a lot of that. And it was all yeah. white people. And it was like, there are unspeakable tragedies every day. You every posted day. your pointless <laughs> latte happening. art. I can find the worst one for you if you want. I can <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tweets on your post to everything. People yeah. have been, been getting mad about the beach selfies since, like, day one of the pandemic. Like, it's the Delta variant. Today's not the day. There's a new variant. Yeah. It's not today. Like, yeah. you know. It's people been... policing other people's social media. I think the that's McRib is back. Not today, devil. Not, not today today about that. with your Ukraine news. The McRib. <laughs> I think we're all I think we're all kind of selfish and uh it's yeah. nice. I think we all should be selfish, you know. <laughs> yeah, just lean into the self selfish shit. How yeah. can this Ukraine thing help Mike Bridenstein? That's what I <laughs> yeah. Am I part Ukrainian? Can I spin it? Can I just put a flag up on my social media? People and... are making people make money off of war. It's helping Joe. Yes. Uh, the oil, the gas people are making crazy dough. It's like I just bought five new yachts this week. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and fucking social media is just social media, man. I saw a headline that there are a lot of these companies that have raised prices didn't need to. They just were like, of course not. they were just like, hey, what's, can yeah. we? Well, yeah, well, that's that's a whole, yeah. That's a whole other thing. Um, like corn or something that's grown here. <laughs> yeah. How much? Guess. It's like, it's like about $7 a gallon, $6 yeah. a gallon. 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's fu- you know what? It's, it is. It's fun. <laughs> I know I'm renting a car with someone in a few weeks and they were like, I'll get the car. You cover the guests. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, crunch some numbers here. Yeah, <laughs> That's funny. I'm looking into getting a new car and I'm just like, I can't, I'm not, I can't buy a gas car. I, no, I, I have no. to get an electric car. I mean, that is a plus. Do you have a billion if, dollars? If the inflation, if the inflation. Craigslist Tesla's. Craigslist Tesla's baby. Craigslist. Craigslist. Craigslist Tesla. Great name for a it is a great Craigslist name. <laughs> Craigslist. Craigslist. It's free section Tesla's. I saw a Craigslist Tesla's twenty five grand. <laughs> That's how much I tell you. I'll tell you what that is. Not a Tesla. <laughs> See, this, why does this Tesla? LA and you know what this means. I'm like that seems like Craigslist a lot Tesla's of money. Why is there a sticker that says Tesla covering this Prius logo <laughs> on my new Tesla? That's the cheapest one. Most of the, the most of them I'm seeing are like uh, 28 to 30 uh, for the cheapest. But I saw a 25 grand one. Greg, okay. Can we I'm not go offline do it. I'm not and do can I talk to you about how much internet is a, scams first? How much is a real <laughs> Tesla? I mean, it depends on what you're Craigslist is made for scams. I heard that they were yeah. like, I went to like CarMax and looked, because you can't negotiate price there, which some people like, whatever. They're like $700 a month. Yeah. So what? A Tesla. Tesla. So you want to pay my rent in 2007 or what? Yeah. <laughs> think about that yeah. with gas though think about that shit with gas yeah and like you know i mean it, 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 if you look at the numbers it's like oh man it's kind of greg i feel like you're one of those guys that everything sense. you say just makes sense even if it doesn't make <laughs> he sense does, he, does. Yeah. he has that ability I, I, it's I, I, a very I, I, chill I, explanation I, of the guttural the guttural sound like i'm yeah like you're right the guy at the bar that's like yeah man God, we're all getting Teslas. Teslas really just cost two hundred fifty bucks. You all have to get a Tesla. They're made out of pizza. They're made out of pizza boxes and macrame. You get a Chevy Volt. Yeah, dude. Did you know? Did you know Teslas are made out of pizza boxes and macrame necklaces? That's what the guy told me. They got a Toyota Rav Four with a Tesla engine. Uh, that's about twenty-two. What? Full electric. Yeah. I feel like you're huh? selling me one right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. They put a Tesla okay, engine in a Rav Four. Yeah, yeah. I guess they only made like maybe uh, two thousand of these, but they have uh, yeah Toyota Rav Fours. Yeah, that sounds made up. That sounds like a guy in my neighborhood did it. That tone of speaking, how you make things up on the. It comes with seventeen stolen catalytic converters. My cousin Steve made nine of them, and then there's ten of them heard, made. So, if you heard Greg Edwards' smooth way that he described tripping <laughs> and doing a show, and all of us go, somehow it sounds soothing when you talk about it. I don't know. To me, it sounds really scary, but we're both like, J Bar, and you're like, yeah, I did mushrooms, yeah, man, and it was, and then I grew up, and you know, oh, I like, that sounds like. Wait a second, in his and Greg. Now that I think mushroom. about it, in Greg's worst show ever, he killed. Yeah, I did. No, I did. I did. The first show was great. The second show was bad. Okay. I mean, at least you got off. At least you got off stage before you yacked. Like I like that. Like you, you smooth. Have you thrown up on on stage? I've never thrown up on stage. No, but anyone thrown up on stage? I've thrown up right before. I've thrown up right before twice. Right before I have. Right before. Yeah. Right after, I, I puked right after in Indiana, which is a good place. To <laughs> if you're gonna puke, Indiana. 
You're gonna puke. Indiana's a good place to do That's it. their the, slogan uh, for truck drivers. The Crackers in Indianapolis is a good club to puke in. Mm. Do you guys remember Which that? Club? Nobody knows that club. I didn't do the Crackers. I know about Crackers. Oh, I know about Crackers. crackers? Know about, oh, uh, Crackers, baby. And Morty's? 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 Somehow Morty's lasted the pandemic and Crackers uh, closed. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Crackers. We went from the blacks to crackers. I know. Yeah. I was, I was like, Who crackers? Just crackers. <laughs> the crazy thing about that is back then Chicago was so segregated that if they had a show called Two Blacks, like that's why the bouncer Black. won't let you in. <laughs> Two blacks. Uh-uh. Two blacks. Next door, next door to the crackers, there's two blacks. <laughs> did you do? Did you go there for Jay's bar? No. No, I w- actually, I went to Indiana. Went to Gary, Indiana. Oh, Ooh. Gary, Indiana. Is that why you have that Tesla money? No, no, I wish. I wish. I don't have Tesla it yet, guys. <laughs> Do you guys want to do a Craigslist Tesla money? You guys are going to go on Craigslist Teslas, but why? Craigslist oh, Teslas. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that, Greg. <laughs> you a Chevy Volt? They got Chevy Volts, too? I've been buying yeah, NFTs on Craigslist. Is that a... Chevy Volts, you went from Tesla to... They got Chevy Volts, too. If you can't... They're all electric, you know. No the same guy selling you Tesla's like, well, I got a Chevy Volt. If that's where you're speed. By the way, what percentage of houses in Los Angeles do you think are a million dollars or more? Oh, my God. A million? A million? A million or more. Percentage? I know. Oh, go to Zillow. I go on Zillow a lot. Oh, my God. Check it's... that because I'm from Michigan and, like, the price. Like, you can move to Detroit and buy, like, what A would, block. Like, you, yeah. Like, for what? For, for an apartment, for a, like single room apartment in Los Angeles, you could get like, you know, the Fox Theater in downtown Detroit. You could buy a basket. You could buy the Detroit Pistons for... (laughs) I saw a a headline that the number of million dollar homes in the country doubled over the pandemic and they had like a bar. How? It's it's only from 4% to 8%, but still it fucking doubled. LA went from 23.8% before the pandemic to now 38.5% of homes in Los oh. Angeles. It feels low, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it, it, somebody sent me a Zillow for a house that, not, not being funny, it was burnt down. And it was $1 million. And what? and it was fully a burnt down house. One it's picture. Silverling? And it's a burnt down frame. Burnt down frame for, for $900,000. Where, though? <laughs> Where, though? And they were like, a bit of a fixer-upper. <laughs> On Crenshaw. On Crenshaw. On Crenshaw. Yeah. One mil. What? What One is that? Mil. Is that where fires happen typically? Forest fires. No. Like, no. 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 That's crazy. They're far from any woods. <laughs> Forest okay. fires in Crenshaw. Uh, She's in New York. I can I'm in New York. I definitely see a million dollar burned down house. <laughs> yeah. She's having a Taylor ham. The yeah, they want like, that lot. lot yeah. Is that the lot is that worth that much money to like mm-hmm. tear down a burnt down? Not in Crenshaw. You guys, I don't know, guys. I don't, I don't make the real estate news. The thing is, it's getting, I mean, fun. it's getting funnier. Um, you can list things for whatever thing. price you want. Fun fact. That's yeah, true. Yeah, You're right about that. You can. I don't know. Craigslist Tesla. You can do whatever you Stuff want. Stuff keeps getting 
zanier and I just I just at what point like in LA and New York like we're just like I swear this is gonna work I promise my dreams are gonna come true I can pay like, my rent to I dreams. promise I can do this I promise I can do this like at what point <laughs> are, is all of the inflation gonna be like no guys some of you dreamers really you gotta get out none of you can quit yeah. until I say you it's okay get to Detroit. like I feel like the <laughs> pandemic has done a nice I'm not trying to sound like a, a bitter a bitter old a bitter old cunt or anything but I feel like the pandemic <laughs> did do a nice thing being like oh can we get some of these background actors out of LA <laughs> like, yes some of these open mic comics yes. to go back to where they came from I feel like the pandemic did uh, you know, even the, even wait, the really? I, that. Dude, I feel, I don't know. I don't know about like that. This weird wave of pandemic. No, that. Nate Craig, yeah. Nate Craig said it felt like the, the house went up in the tornado and came down and like, we're walked outside and we're like, who are all these people? I yes. felt like that happened yes. in 2020 and then 2021. And now in 2022, they just keep coming back. All the people that were thinking about it moving and like, Chicago, they're all here now. You know, that's yeah. going to keep happening. But in 2020, I feel like a lot of background actors did leave. Yeah. It shook some people Just loose. But I I don't know how many... Fade into the background. How many comedy shows... I don't know if this is part of me being 42 years old or what, but like how many comedy shows I look at where I'm like, I don't know a single fucking person. Oh, everyone. Oh, yeah. I do that everyone. every, every wow. time. I don't know who anybody is. I don't know who anybody is. I know all of you guys. And other than that, I don't know anybody else in Los Angeles. Oh, same with New York. I will, like, meet someone. They have such a confidence about them, like, uh, like yeah. I should know who they are. And then I look them up, and I'm like, mm, nothing on Instagram. And then I go oh, I open TikTok, oh. and I type their name in, and I'm like, I see. We're at a cool yeah. 900K. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Does TikTok uh, uh, translate to asses and seats, or is that? Yes. yes. Does I it? Like yeah. It does. Yeah. 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 Selling out, you know, well, they're people? like headlining the big clubs there. of LA, and they're like, Yeah, and those are the people. Like, I'll see show posters where I'm like, Who are any of these people? Are yeah, guys, how are they headlining? Just Melody's in New York. Using TikTok? Are oh, you I'm not all, like doing it. No, are you guys on it? No, I yeah, went on we TikTok. We, we, it was we my New Year's TikTok. resolution to do it. I've made Let's one. Just start it TikTok? gets me a panic. I really it's does get too me much. It's, it's, it's definitely for millennials. I mean, it's something about teens. I don't. I we were like fuck fuck okay let's do it. But I think it's I more for y'all to do it for scroll. sure. Like I do not scroll on that platform is it oh, is I too much. Girl, but I need to. I keep telling myself I need to make an actual TikTok to justify the amount of time I'm on there and just seeing how easy it is. Like people do the dumbest shit. It blows yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cultivate a following. That's it's like gross to me. It's like people doing stuff that's like not funny at all. Do you know who has like an insane follower? This is again hyper specific, but Dave Odd has like a like nine hundred thousand followers. What on TikTok? TikTok? Yeah, bring him up when I did this last time. (laughs) We're doing what? We're doing. He has nine hundred hotties. He has nine (laughs) hundred thousand followers on TikTok or something. Who is that? Who's Dave Odd? He was the first person to book uh, at least uh, three of us. Do you want to plug anything, Andy? I'm keep it. Um, I will be in this apartment uh, for the. You have a show tonight, next... but it's already going to be out. <laughs> I have a show, yeah. Uh, Blind Barber in Highland Park, the second Monday of every right. What is when is it? Second Monday of every month, and Blind Barber in Culver <laughs> City, last Monday of every month. Um, you're all getting booked. Goodbye, <laughs> Bye. <babies>. Bye. <laughs> I think we got to. 
skedaddle too without kids though <laughs> uh do you want to plug anything um, we run Craigslist Tesla. Craigslist Tesla. We, we run Craigslist Tesla. It's a site <laughs> um, on gonna, Craigslist. We're going to be doing a, a two-woman uh, show, just Jared Leto impressions, going <laughs> and that is going to be a yeah. Oh my God! Please, Putterboss, do Jared Leto's the the Leto sisters, do do oh, House of yes. Apartment of Gucci, <laughs> called Apartment of Gucci. <laughs> Oh my god. You've both played that character a thousand times. House of Putterball. Oh god. And yeah, let's do let's do Craigslist Tesla's too. Craigslist Tesla's to people. Um if you're in LA, we run a show at Akbar. First Sunday of the month, the Putterball show. Be there or don't. Either way, close to a McRib. There's a it's close to a McRib. Oh, yeah, right next door is a McRib. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Greg, what do you want to plug? Oh, uh, just go to Greg Edwards, uh, uh, gregcomedy.com, gregedwardsart.com. Check me out on Twitter. Yeah, is that yours? Oh, no, no, I bought that in uh, in the DR, Nina Simone. Yeah, only a great artist could pick out that great art. So oh, thank you. one time, oh, you one time Amy Miller was on and she was talking, and your artwork was right behind her, and she was talking about it. I love Amy. Yeah, you, he does really great art. Check it out. Thank James you, Fritz told me that you did really great art too. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I love Fritz. He just did a show with him recently. Um, yeah, yeah. Check out uh, and Greg the Grouch on Twitter. I'm saying wild, weird shit that my dad doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're doing it right. <laughs> Melody. Yeah, I am on social media platforms at Melody Kamali. I host a podcast called Diking Out. That's at Diking Out. We host a monthly stand-up show at Stonewall in the West Village really? here in New York. Wow. Yeah, every last Monday of That's the month. That's so cool. Yeah. Congrats anytime. on getting a show back. Oh, yeah, thanks. It, it took a long time. This is only our second or third one back. We're yeah, excited. So isn't it isn't it kind of not fun, but almost fun? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, wild? no. Immense dread. Um immense a lot dread. of stress. Yeah, and of ambivalence dread. once it's over. It's great. I'm having fun. All right, thank you uh for doing this, everybody. This was fun. I it'll be up yeah, Friday. Friday. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good to see you. Good to meet good you. To thanks see for everybody. having me. Bye. Good to see you guys. Yeah, I'll follow you back. Bye. <laughs> follow everybody. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, that's it, Greg, Melody, Andy, Danielle, and Tiffany. I'll tag them all on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. They want you to follow them. A lot of you go to these guys' shows when they're in town. I love hearing about that. Thank you for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. to the bad guy.